Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, May 12th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we'll be talking about the Gospel of Luke, but before we begin that discussion, let us begin with a prayer. Gracious God, we give you thanks for this day and for your love, which permeates every bit of your creation. We ask that we would hear you speak your words of love and grace into our lives, and that in hearing those words, we would be transformed and better able to serve you. We ask this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from the gospel according to Luke chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. Listen for a word from God. He, that is Jesus, also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. He said two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. First, I have to say there's an incredible Flannery O'Connor short story based mostly on this passage. Do you remember the title of it? uh, I will look it up for you. But it is so good about this woman who, and actually she sees kind of a Jacob's Ladder of the people who are going to heaven, Uh and they're all the people that she's hated the whole story. (laughs) So um, this passage is a discussion of what it means to be righteous. And so what is Jesus trying to tell us in this passage? Well, I have, uh, I'm going to start with what Jesus is not trying to tell us. Um, (laughs) You know, we, we've, t- we've talked before about um, how we like to identify with the hero in yes. the text. Um, and what I do with this text is manipulate it in a way in my head that uh, allows me to be passive in my spiritual life. <laughs> what I mean by that is I'm like, well, I don't want to be like that Pharisee who is gregarious in his prayers and kind of out and about. And so... That's okay that I didn't pray the other day. <laughs> and oh, so, really? That's and so interesting. So I, uh, I, 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 you know, I think we can just, I can, I can justify anything. And so th- I have a, I'm confessing to you all that sometimes I use this scripture um, to, to not act. Um, wow, that is interesting. Um, so that, let me say, is what is not to be. Righteous. Okay, thank you. We've started so, with what so, not so to do today. So that is what not to do. Um, but I, I think what Jesus is getting at um, is, and, you know, the fact, the reality is, is the tax collector, it doesn't say he went out and he stopped being a tax collector, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting of, oh yeah often we talk, 
you know, when we're, when, when we're pointing out other people's sins, we're like, look, if they haven't given that up yet. Um, and so we may not be as, you know, explicitly obnoxious as the Pharisee, um, but we can still judge others in the sense of that person may have prayed, but look, at they're still doing that. So they're still a sinner. They're still living a life in sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do that. And then we're being the exact same as the Pharisee, even though we may not be explicit in our in our words. But when we can look to others and be convinced that they're not changing, we are exactly, that is the unrighteous position to be in. Yes. You know what's interesting, since we're talking about our bad behavior, um, <laughs> I have done the thing where my husband and I, we literally do give a tenth of our income. And not that I use that to make me look better than someone else, but I have literally thought at times, I mean, we give a tenth of our income, we don't need to do more. Mm. And I do think we are called to stretch ourselves. Mm. And so when that tenth becomes super easy, it's time to start stretching ourselves again. So I'll own that about myself. And you make an interesting point too about how we read this, because I think we read this and we, we see it in terms of these are actions taken one you do, one you don't. I actually think, though, it's describing an orientation to the world. Yeah. The Pharisee moves through the world thinking about who isn't making the mark and how he's better. He is constantly comparing himself to people he knows aren't doing what he's doing. And so that's kind of his orientation to the world. And then we have the tax collector whose orientation is, man, I screw up a lot. I know that I'm not who God is calling me to be, and I want forgiveness. And followed on that, though it's not in this passage, is most likely a heartfelt attempt to do a little better. And so I, I read this passage and I think, I want to always walk through the world remembering that I do a whole bunch of stuff wrong. And that means that I need to be probably concerned not at all about what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you. I think that's an incredible way to look at this at this scripture and insightful because, I mean, I, I think I read, I think I may have done a disservice in reading it a bit facetiously with, with the Pharisee. Never. God, I know. God, I thank you. I'm not like the other people, the thieves, the rogues, the adulterers, or even like this tax collector. When, my goodness, if we could replace that with God, like, Thank you that I don't murder. You know, thank thank you. Because thank I've thought about it. Because I've thought about it. Or, you know, we we read about, um, you know, perhaps wealthy people embezzling. And you're like, well. How could know, they need how, more? How could they need more, you know? And then meanwhile, I'm, I'm hoarding up. I, I'm passing by something I know I'm called to give to because I want to hoard up and myself. If we truly understand our sinfulness, then it should be. God, I thank you I'm not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, today, (laughs) right? Because we know that we have this propensity to sin. It is a part of, uh, you know, kind of our humanity at this point. And so you better add today on there because you don't know where you could end up. I also think this passage is about our orientation to what we believe about God, meaning that, you know, the tax collector believes that God sees all and that God is judging the tax collector um, by a different standard. 
we're not, I think C.S. Lewis said it, right, that um, God looks at us and compares us to Christ because Christ was holy. Mm-hmm. And we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. Hmm. And so I think this is also about um, one of the complaints of the Pharisees is they set up this rigorous structure of rules so that they could check them off and feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. But that's not holiness. That's not righteousness. Yeah, the orientation with the Pharisee is, is you know, God wants me to be this good. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's this line, and if I just stay above that line, then I'm good. Um, whereas the tax collector, I see also as this is a God who wants to give me grace. Um, yes. uh, this is a God who wants to give me mercy. Because um, if, if the tax collector doesn't believe that, then he's not going to be asking for it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be crying out to God, beating his breast. Um, so, you know, we talk about the orientation to self and the orientation to others and the orientation to God. Um, and so, you know, it's, a, it's an important question to ask yourself. What is my orientation to God today? Yes. Um, is God just wanting me to stay above this line today? Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that I take care of my kids, that I get them to school and I get them home and, and I've stayed above the line for the day. Right. Um, or, or is God calling me to something? Uh, is, is God one that's, that's ready to give me grace when I mess up as I strive to be the loving presence of Christ in the world? And the grace is, you know, sometimes I go to bed and I think, well, I didn't yell at anyone today. Yeah. And like, that's the best I could do because mm-hmm. I know what a mess I am inside. Mm-hmm. That's very different than what the Pharisee is praying. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let us close with a quote from Martin Luther. This life, therefore, is not righteousness, but growth in righteousness. Not health, but healing. Not being, but becoming. Not rest, but exercise. We are not yet what we shall be, but we are growing toward it. The process is not yet finished, but it is going on. This is not the end, but it is the road. All does not yet gleam in glory, but all is being purified. Wow, I like that last line. Mm -hmm. Now, friends, we hope you will join us again on Friday. And now may you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.